When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. On the alert. Here goes. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. And every day, we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. And we call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. Well, you know that um, Roseanne and Wendy Williams have a little history of trading barbs. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, Well, she had Roseanne as a guest on her show recently, and there was this dust up about talking about ex-husbands, and they were kind of throwing shade at each other. Well, Wendy Williams, of course, has weighed in on the Roseanne tweet controversy on her show. Roseanne, she says, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. And then she blamed it on the Ambien. That's why you got to stick with melatonin. (laughs) Yes, and you should take her advice. You should take Wendy Williams advice when it comes to what medications. Yeah, here, let me do my Wendy Williams impression. Okay, he's doing it's a visual. And that was the audio part. That was the fall. You okay? Was that wrong? No. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. I just sort of feel like that's my response for all of the things that are happening around us. That's the sound of our world lately. Crashing in upon itself. I actually, you know, I'm not trying to bogart nothing, but this just made me think of, um, you know, that that picture of Kim Kardashian at the White House yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and I literally thought, Shortly after this, aliens are going to land on the planet because they've decided we can't be trusted. No. We have reached the point in human evolution where we are going to destroy ourselves. I'm telling you. And so they've decided, you know what? Now's the time we should just help these people out. We would accept it gladly. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Um, Okay. Speaking of the world coming to an end, Roseanne, um, people are reacting. Everybody's talking about Roseanne. Well, specifically one person by the name of Whoopi Goldberg, uh, former friend and peer in the comedy world. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was talking uh, on The View about this like weird thing that um, has sort of bubbled up post Roseanne tweet. Again. 
So there was this tweet about um, Whoopi wearing a T-shirt. And there's a picture of Whoopi wearing a T-shirt. And somebody doctored the photo to make it look like um, someone was blowing the brains out of the president. It mm-hmm. was like an um, like a picture, a drawing. Right. Like of a that. cartoon. Yeah. And um, then that tweet went viral, but it was really just a fake tweet. She was actually wearing a, a T-shirt. Um, that didn't have that on it, and it was at a protest or some event. It was one of the marches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women's March or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roseanne retweeted that, you know, in her cavalcade of crazy mm-hmm. over the last 24 to 48 hours. Um, and Whoopi addressed it on The View. Let's have a listen to what she said. In her Twitter rant following the cancellation, she also retweeted a false picture of me. So here we go again. Here is the truth about the shirt I was wearing at the Women's March in New York. It's very clearly says, and you thought I was a nasty woman before, buckle up, buttercup. Mm-hmm. Now, some bonehead photoshopped a horrific image on the shirt. And she retweeted this. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to say, Roseanne. That just because you were caught with your pants down, don't try to drag other people down with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Don't do that. Yeah. Because if you, you know, there are times when, yeah, you got to suck it up because you stepped and do. But the bottom line is simply this. I didn't fake my shirt. Someone else faked my shirt. Yeah. But that's your tweet. Yeah. That tweet came from she, you. She did she, that. She so did. that's yours. You, you did this to yourself. And mm. you know, I'm sorry, but I think Whoopi's got some credibility in this particular on this particular issue because Whoopi is no stranger to controversy and saying uh, things that people don't like. That is for sure, right? Um, I'm not aware of contrary to one particular woman on Facebook who who uh, left a comment. <laughs> I don't. I'm not aware of anything racist that Whoopi has said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure how that happens, but anyway, um, she has certainly said things that are uncomfortable. And uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a better word. Well, she's tiptoed the line. She's a light, she can be a lightning rod, yes. right? Which is presumably why she's so uh, important to the cast and crew of The View mm-hmm. because she she gives um, opinions that get people talking. Mm-hmm. So I just think that, like in this particular case, if you got Whoopi Goldberg coming after you for saying the wrong thing. I feel like maybe she's got a point, you know, and I can I just also punctuate the fact that this is the second time I think honestly in a, in like the last six months that that tweet has gone around again and has been passed around as though it's real yeah. that that doctored up photo uh, and the outrage that accompanies it. And I would just add a reminder. Yeah. When you see something that is that outlandishly offensive. Yeah. Like, let's Snopes it first before... Tell people what that means. Go to Snopes.com. S-N-O-P-E-S. Yeah, that's basically the... mm, I think we've all sort of agreed... It's like a clearinghouse for, like, they'll tell you whether or not something you've heard or seen on the internet is real. Yes. They do the work for you. They do the research for you, because apparently we can't be held responsible to research things on our own any longer. But at a minimum, go there to see, is what I'm looking at real or is it fake? Because that thing gets passed around as though it's the truth. And then it puts everybody in an awkward position. I saw it happening on Facebook again yesterday uh, where people were saying, is this even okay? And I'm not even trying to defend Whoopi Goldberg, but I am saying in this regard, this was a completely false, um, this was was a non-thing. Somebody else 
got their hands on this thing and created a story that wasn't there. And people believe it and then they pass it around and that's how that junk happens. It's so weird to me. I mean, it's easy. It's easy. I don't know. It's actually not. We don't do that. It's not hard. It's actually no, it doesn't easy. take a lot of time. It's actually easy to not be lazy mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, the internet insofar as uh, the things you want to believe. We've all done it. Sure. We've all tweeted something or Facebooked something. I mean, I'm and sure I Facebooked that read... Justin Bieber was buying a house on Lake Minnetonka. Did you? No. Oh, okay. But that remember that whole trend? Oh, for sure. Yeah. We've all gotten caught with our pants down, to use a phrase mm-hmm. that be used. Uh, on the internet, and then we learn from it. It's kind of like life, yeah. you know. You you stub your toe, and then you pick your feet up. Is that, that is how it goes. Yeah. You are correct. All right, moving on. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. I have to say, um, I, I don't even want to use the words "looked forward to," but I have. <laughs> I, I, but I really have. I've been waiting for Andrea Constan oh, to sure. speak, yeah. um, to speak out and to share her story. And I think once you hear uh, that she has done that, and and uh, we will be able to see the entire interview on Friday. Um, I, I think once you hear her tell her story of what happened to her at the hands of Bill Cosby, it will help shed light on on how difficult it was for women to come forward to tell their stories. And here's just a little bit of what we will hear in that interview with Andrea Constant. three blue pills in his hand. Three blue pills. Three blue pills. And he put his hand out and I said, what are those? And he said, they'll help you relax. And I said, like, are they, are they natural? Are they like a herbal remedy? He said, no, they're your friends. Just put them down. They're your friends. They're your friends. Just put them down. Swallow. And he, he hands me some water. I get some water somehow and I swallow the three pills down. Why do you do that? I took them because I, I trusted that they would maybe just help me feel a little more relaxed. You trusted him? Yes, I did. What is your mind saying? My mind is saying, move your hands, kick, can you do anything? I don't want this. Why is this person doing this? And me not being able to do, react in any specific way. So I was limp. I was a limp noodle. Doesn't that, it's just... You know, when we talked about these stories in theory from from reading about them, the what we were privy to, the the short accounts that we were able to read throughout this, I can see how just reading those words, it was easy for people, uh, certain people to make excuses or to, uh, I don't know, explain things away. But when you hear her say it in her own words and explain what the sensation was of literally being raped after she had been given pills by somebody she trusted mm-hmm. and that there was an awareness there and there was nothing she could do about yeah. it. It tells a whole different story. Yeah. It, this is why um, reality is so important for the world that we live in um, or paying attention to reality. And we're actually going to, this issue will come up um, throughout our show today because I feel like we've been so serious this week, but that's just, that's the way it is, right? Don't mm-hmm. worry. We've got some fun for you too. That's not as serious, but um, it's like, you can sort of, um, blow off things like you hear them and you're like oh well I've said bad things or oh well I've done you know dumb things in my life but then you actually read things you actually hear things you actually hear from people who were victims in a particular sense in this case Andrea Constant then it's hard to to not have feelings about it mm-hmm. you know because I feel like so many of the the crappy things that are going on in the world whether it's people tweeting whether it's people saying things you know um Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, 
But then if you read stories, if you engage the truth, then it's hard to not have an opinion about it. And that can be uncomfortable because you maybe don't like, do you think we want to come on this show and, you know, spend time talking about date rape um, or sexual assault or racism? No, we're supposed to be everything entertainment. I mean, we do want to talk about those things because we realize they're important, which is why we do. But, you know, at the very, um, at the essence of it all, it's because we want to be able to, you know, we want to talk about the things that are interesting to us, talk about the things that, you know, excite us. But sometimes the world of pop culture is a, is a serious place. And luckily for us, we can talk about them. Yes. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not sure either. Yeah. But I do want to say this. Uh, if you're looking forward to, as I am, again, not an, a comfortable interview to listen to, but uh, I think a necessary interview to listen to, the interview with Andrea Constand, who is breaking her 13-year silence uh, and publicly talking about what happened between her and Bill Cosby that led to um, his conviction. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be available on Dateline uh, on NBC. And this is part of a three-part special called Bringing Down Bill Cosby, Andrea Constand Speaks. So there is a lot to unpack. There will be a lot to be heard. Uh, and I know I'm looking forward to um, to listening to what is a difficult thing to hear, but I think a necessary thing to hear in this climate. Yeah, for sure. Now, with no further ado, uh, let's get to the dirt from Hollywood. Ooh. Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt in a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought the dirt from Hollywood. Bring it on, girl. And we're still talking Roseanne. Oh, Hi, boy, guys. are we ever. I know that you guys were Seriously. talking about it at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. I was listening. We'll be talking about it at the end of the show. Yeah, because it just continues. It is interesting, though, that Tom Arnold is making headlines today, claiming Roseanne Barr wanted her show to be canceled. Uh, this is what he said in a new interview. He told The Hollywood Reporter it had to happen. And I am going to tell you the truth. She wanted it to happen if you saw how her tweets escalated this weekend. If it hadn't happened Tuesday, this season would have been so awful awful for everyone every day because she would have felt like she was being taken advantage of, just like when I left the show. Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr have a very interesting, dysfunctional relationship. That was a Minnesota interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to um, always bring you back to the times that they were on television in this very building because you'll remember that when Good Company was on the sure. air in the Twin Cities Live studio um, back in the 80s and then into the early 90s, Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr were married and they would often fill in co-host when Steve Edelman and Sharon Anderson. Yeah. Who- this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're co-hosts oh, of wow. the show and were married when they would cool. go on vacation. I had totally forgotten that. Tom and Roseanne filled in all, I mean... I guess I wouldn't say all the time, but quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it was not. Did he live in Missouri or something? I don't know. He lived in Iowa for Iowa. a period okay. of time. I do remember that. So they would come in and call. So Tom Arnold has been in since then um, to visit on Twin Cities Live and interviewed him. And it's very interesting for him to come back into the studio because mm-hmm. it reminds him of that time. And he and Roseanne do not have a good relationship. Oh, ob- um, obviously. They, you know. She doesn't have a good relationship with them. Pretty much thinking anyone With on the planet. Pretty much anybody. It doesn't seem like Tom it. Tom Arnold wrote for Roseanne beginning in 1988. They got married in 1990 and then they divorced four years later and he was fired from the show the same year. And he said that he could see her twi- Twitter eruption coming from a mile away. You know, this is fair because I think that, um, that there is something in a lot of people. There is an element of self-destruction, oh, right? Sure. I mean, there are a lot of people who are afraid of success, who you see them doing really well, and then you see them self-sabotage. I mean, this is not just limited to Roseanne. I mean, No, but I will say, I think social media makes it far easier for people to self-destruct. So true. He said, I had a feeling this was going to happen when I first heard it was coming back, the reboot. That is what Tom Arnold said. And he said, when I read her social media in the very beginning, I saw how she was so into the conspiracy stuff with Donald Trump and how, and saw how far she, gone she was. How crazy that was. I just knew that this would not end well. See, what Twitter does is it eliminates the middleman. So there was a time when, uh, before we had social media, we were removed from the stars. We only saw mm-hmm. what was allowed out mm-hmm. by their gatekeepers, their PR people, their publicists, etc. Right. And Twitter has allowed them to speak directly to their public. And everyone. And we are seeing a lot about a lot of people that is sort of shocking because we're not used to seeing our Hollywood like that. No, I know. And I also think it does remove some of the magic of, I mean, and this is completely removed from Roseanne, but it removes some of the magic of celebrities that you enjoy because there is something about having them at a distance that then makes them interesting Mm -hmm. and also makes um, them when they're in a role, you're not looking at them as being distracted by the person well, yeah. that they are. And, you know, to play devil's advocate, I would just say, though, it does make us more grown up about Truth. the world that we live in because yeah. we kind of have to re- deal with the fact that people are Imperfect. not just the character mm-hmm. that they want you to believe they are. There's yeah. no Hollywood machine that can sort of, you know, craft an image of someone. That's true. Um, which, you know. For better or worse, it's just the way it is. It's the way it is. ABC executives are considering a Roseanne spinoff without Barr is what Page Six is reporting, is what Entertainment Weekly, uh, they were the ones who got sources to talk about this. They say um, that they're going back to the drawing board, the executives at ABC, about building a new series around Laurie Metcalf, John Goodman, Sarah Gilbert, and the rest of the Connor crew. The show's producer is still on the hook to pay the cast salaries for the 13 episodes that were ordered for season two. Oh, good. But the complicated part is that Roseanne Barr would financially benefit Mm -hmm. if these characters continued because she 
conceived of those characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I don't think there's, I don't think there would be anybody, well, any fan of the show who would not want to see some of those characters go on because the chemistry, what they did together as a group was meaningful. Right. Um, But to your point, I think it is unfortunate. And I think the part that would get some blowback is the notion of Roseanne benefiting from that. But the problem is, I mean, is this what you do? One person is going to benefit, so everybody else has to suffer. I mean, I might argue that if Roseanne is going to make a few million dollars, who cares? Because I I don't even care necessarily about John Goodman and Sarah Gilbert. They're doing fine. It's the people that are working on the crew Absolutely. and all of that who, you know, had the gig. Just because she benefits, should everybody else suffer? Well, I would argue no. And not only that, she is suffering. I mean, the millions of dollars have been pulled from her because they pulled the reruns. She'll yes. get no residuals on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth. And I don't think she's going to get much work going forward here, folks. This is true. All right. Thanks, friends. Thank you, Elizabeth Bye. Reese. Uh, we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651641 We'll give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. You could win a prize if you win, if you get them all right. I give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey girl. Hi girl. And we call this the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Jenna on the line. Holly, what's Jenna playing for today? She's <laughs> playing for a My Talk 1071 swag bag. Thank you. The <laughs> timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to answer questions? I am. Okay, here we go. She's like, what am I getting myself into? What is the nickname of Tom Cruise's character in the movie Top Gun? Maverick. Bethany Frankel is on which city's Real Housewives show? L.A.? Nope. Um, big cities, big cities. New York. Who was the host of American Bandstand? Dick Clark. What color is Yoda? Green. Amity Island is the main setting for what movie? Amityville Horror? Nope. Da-da. Oh, God. Amityville Island. Da-da. I'm so sorry you didn't get it. Uh, But we do play it every day, the 30-second pop culture challenge at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show exclusively. Uh, And that island belongs to the movie. Jaws. Jaws. I mean, I figured a hint would be a bad thing. I was actually appreciating uh, your subtlety. Yeah, well, you know, I want people to win. I know, right? Uh, well, now that we're done with that, the 30-second pop culture challenge, we like to move on to solving some mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has supplied for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with an older, permanent, A-list, mostly movie actor who mm. is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Mm. Here's your blind item. This older, permanent, A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee is huffing and puffing but will never sue about that recent news report. There are far too many stories about far too many women he wouldn't want exposed, let alone bringing even more light to that family member, too. Mm, Is this a Morgan Morgan Freeman Freeman. jam? Grandpa feels. 
Grandpa feelings. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay, let's uh, fill in the blank. Morgan Freeman is huffing and puffing, but will never sue CNN about that neat recent news report. There are far too many stories about far too many women he wouldn't want exposed, let alone bringing even more light to that family member, too. Okay, so it's interesting. So I kind of went down a weird rabbit hole the other day. Somebody had uh, sent us an email, I believe, to the show or maybe tweeted about do you guys remember that car accident he got in? No. Um, it was like a, vaguely, yeah, like a couple years ago, maybe a year or more ago. Um, and it was just like a strange story. And there was this unnamed woman in the vehicle with him and it was not his wife. Do you remember that? No. Well, um, and he was injured. I mean, I think they had to use the jaws of life to get uh, him and, and the, the, woman? the woman out. Well, this emailer had said it was his stepdaughter. Oh. It was not his stepdaughter. Was it his grandpa? I don't grandma? know what. His granddaughter? That's what I meant. It wasn't his granddaughter. I think, yeah, it wasn't his granddaughter. It was another, there's there's a name that goes with a woman, but I don't know what the significance is of their relationship even now as we talk. And what I think is so interesting is that story came out, we sort of tiptoed around it and thought it was a bizarre story and who was this woman. And then as soon as it was on our radar, it was off our radar. It was the strangest thing. So again, I go back to this notion that, um, the allegations that were that have been outlined in news reports about him may very well be inflated, but there's there's something else under there that we don't know about, and yep. I think he's still trying to cover. Right, and this all happened in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, it was that long ago. It was ten years ago, Jeez. and oh, that passenger like sued Morgan Freeman over the crash. Mm. So bizarre. Totally. What a bizarre Fun yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I didn't. I hadn't remembered that. Why are you giving me that look? This is not a pretty look. This is my face. Lies. Moving on. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a aging foreign-born former A-list flash-in-the-pan actress turned reality That's show mainstay. That is a lot of words, but I think you guys will guess correctly this blind item fairly quickly here Mm. it is apparently this aging foreign-born former a-list flash in the pan actress turned reality show mainstay turned frequent rehabber is trying to make a buck off the tabloids with her most recent hard to believe story which is not real i knew it i knew it brigitte nielsen what you're trying to say is girl's not pregnant no at 54 she's not pregnant i knew it i knew it Ha 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 ha. You could gloat a little bit more. I really, really knew it. Good job. Yay. Let's fill in the blank. Yes. Okay. Apparently, Brigitte Nielsen is trying to make a buck off the tabloids with her most recent hard to believe story, that being that she is pregnant with her fifth child at the age of 54. That story is not real. Mm. I didn't. Mm. I mean, it, you know, yeah. Meow. Meow. What? Yep. It didn't yeah. what? Look at the picture. The picture just looks too like I'm a pregnant lady. Is it that she yeah, has a basketball on her dress? Yes. <laughs> pregnant lady. I mean, I don't know. It just seemed a little too and also she's very far along, according to that photo. Yeah. yeah. But now one wonders what is she gonna do if it's not yeah. real? I mean, there, there. I'm sure there will be another up, like, You're right. It is sort of a, a weird, like cockeyed stomach situation. Um yeah, you know, she'll probably, yeah, I don't, yeah. 
Yeah, because you have I know. to. You I don't want to say what I think she's going to do, but it's going to be tragic and horrible. And it, and if it's not real, it's going to be really upsetting. Right, because it's one of those things where you have to follow through with this. If you right. say that you are expecting a child, yeah. pretty soon people are going to wonder where that child is. Yes. So, and there's not going to be a child. And I'm just going to tell you that there's going to be a sad story that'll go along with this. And it'll be important for us to recall this moment where we discovered that NT lawyer told us it wasn't real. Okay. Mm. So let's just all remember this I moment. I also told you. I'm sorry. It'll be important that we remember the moment yesterday Hi. when Bradley Trainer told us. I don't know that I actually said it wasn't real. I just said. You said, is that real? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Moving on. All right, we have a choose-your-own-blind-item adventure. Both of these blind items are confirmed. You want to go left? Mm -hmm. Well, let's solve this blind item. We may have read this on the air, but now it's confirmed. So this is a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the website has published names associated with the blind item. We have to think about a foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Okay. Here we go. Speaking of that wedding, it was pretty interesting that one foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee wasn't invited. Oh, and our actress wanted uh, wanted her in, to be invited. Let's see. Anti lawyer sometimes are mm-hmm. our actress wanted her invited. The actress at the wedding wanted her invited, but doesn't know about the three day weekend her groom mm-hmm. spent with the A lister. Apparently, that is one weekend he doesn't want to relive. He treated the A lister like crap, and she got some revenge two years later. Although she won't say what the revenge was. So three people in this blind item. So many people. Yeah. So the foreign born one, my first thought was Kate Winslet, but I, it can't be because they didn't have an affair. Uh, And the wedding that we're talking about and the couple we're talking about, obviously is the Royal wedding between Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So it's gotta be a younger actress. I mean, I don't know. They both slept with spice girls. So I'm just saying, yeah, I don't, yeah, they run the gamut. Um, okay, so but it is a, it's a younger actress. Well, yeah, it's a younger actress, age appropriate actress okay. for Harry, who's in his early and to she's mid-30s. an Academy Award winner mm-hmm. slash nominee. So mm. she's either been and nominated for an born. Oscar or she has won an Oscar, and oh. yes, she is foreign born. And she's got to be younger. Who would that be? Um, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow uh. because she's not foreign born. Uh, is it? Um, Beep boop bop boop beep boop bop. I know. I'm. Is it? Are we still? Do we still talk about her? Is she currently enjoying fame? Yes. She is currently enjoying fame. I will tell you that her Academy Award uh, winning slash nominee was just this year. Oh. 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 Now I feel like I got to get on the Google box because I can't for the life of me remember. Who won things this year? So Suddenly. I will tell you, she did not win. Okay, she was nominated this year. She was nominated. How foreign is she? <laughs> well, like, I don't what, can't no, go foreign. No, I think what is I'm, your question? No, my question. That sounded really bad. <laughs> I How tell, foreign? <laughs> what I mean to say is, yes. is she foreign to the UK or is she foreign to the United States? Oh, which kind of oh, foreign is she? Both. <laughs> What kind of foreign is she? She's not an American citizen, nor is she a citizen of the United Kingdom. 
She's okay. originally from another country. She did not win the oh, Academy oh, Award this oh, year. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, oh. Mr. Cotter? Is it, um, oh gosh, I can't think of her name. Sersha? Nope. But she was, she's American. Is she? I thought she was Irish. She was raised in Ireland. Oh, okay. Um, if I remember correctly, but, uh, you've got wh- it. What's her name? Tell me some things about her. She was a heart. Was she a Harvey Weinstein victim? Okay, I don't mind. know. I can't say. She okay. hasn't been uh, publicly forward with any kind of accusations okay, against Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Were you thinking like Jennifer Lawrence? No, she's not foreign. I know. Uh, That's why I- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. God, it was weird. I will tell you that this person is notably blonde, like Jennifer Lawrence usually is Okay, at some points in her career. This woman has a very hot career right now. Uh, I will tell you that someone else won an Academy Award in the movie for which she was nominated. Somebody else won an Academy Award for their performance. Is she Canadian foreign? Okay. No. So Emma Stone is not foreign, is she? Blonde. Mm. She also has, has made an appearance in a superhero movie. Scarlett Johansson? No, she's not foreign. Jeez, we're bad. Um, uh, Bradley, you have mentioned on one time or another that she is very beautiful. Charlize oh, Charlize? South African? Oh. No? Okay. She is. Uh, her country of origin is part of the British Commonwealth. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I'm, so, I'm falling apart. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to get there. So, Margot Robbie. Oh, there it was. Woo! Jeez Louise, Thanks, that Google. was hard work. Thanks, Google. I'm breaking oh, a sweat man. over here. Let me fill in the blank for you on this confirmed blind item. Speaking of the She's royal... Australian. You see. Uh, speaking of that royal wedding, it was pretty interesting that Margot Robbie was not invited. Uh, Meghan Markle did want her invited to the wedding, but Meghan doesn't know about the three-day weekend that Margot spent with Prince Harry. Mm. Apparently, that is one weekend Prince Harry doesn't want to relive. He treated Margot Robbie like crap. And Margot got some revenge two years later, although she won't say what the revenge was. Big ups to Kirsten on uh, Twitter, too, because she was screaming at Twitter. Margot Robbie. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if she didn't have something to do with the uh, nudie pics from Las Vegas. What? Okay, come on. No, I'm just saying that would have been some big revenge right there. Emphasis on the big. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. uh, I do have to say there is uh, one person who I respect a ton who is has been affected by this fallout of the Roseanne tweet and the subsequent. Well, there's one person I'd like to highlight uh, and the subsequent cancellation of Roseanne. I'm going to tell you who that is. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the ideas for the spinoff that they're considering, apparently, on ABC after this on my talk. One oh seven one. 
Well, there is one person who uh, I have sort of grown a new admiration for in the wake of the cancellation of Roseanne due to Roseanne Barr's racist tweeting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I want to tell you who it is on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. That person is John Goodman. Why would he do? Well, you know, listen, I'm sure a lot of paparazzo are following the uh, stars who co-starred on Roseanne with Roseanne Barr, uh, trying to get some comment, right? Sure. Well, they caught up with John Goodman, paparazzi did, uh, and they shared this, this footage was shown on Entertainment Tonight. And I, you know, I sort of listened to the audio and I just thought it's hard to kind of hear because they're outside. I just didn't think it would make for a great thing to share, but I will tell Mm. you what he said. So he starts out by, they, they just ask him, about his thoughts and the first thing he says to them is you know i respect what you do kind of like i'll give you a minute here um and they asked about some of his thoughts about uh the tweet um and he basically the first thing he said was that he doesn't read twitter so he's like i'm i'm not there so like i basically i'm not paying attention to what is happening with roseanne with the fallout from roseanne i'm just not present yep. uh, on Twitter for that. Um, and they they asked him about rumors about a spinoff and he said, you know, you've heard more than I have, basically. Meaning uh, he doesn't, like, he doesn't so know anything about it. he's clearly just, like, unplugged from reality or what's going I, on? You know, who knows if he's unplugged from reality, but what I appreciate is that he's in a place where if he's a bit, if he's bitter, which I would be if my job just got taken away from me because somebody else um, you know, did something ridiculous. And he probably also feels a responsibility to the cast and crew that are all now out of a job. If I'm in that space, it would be hard for me to not show a little bit of bitterness. But what he does is so gracious and he gives them a moment of his time, mm-hmm. which he doesn't have to do yeah, for sure. uh, in the middle of his day. Yep. And he doesn't tear anybody down. Yep. He doesn't give mm-hmm. answers, but he doesn't... Um, he doesn't he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder like you would expect him to have or like you wouldn't blame him if he did. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And when somebody's catching you outside in your daily life, that's you're not going to probably get a very thoughtful conversation. But I do want to know what he has to say about this, because he has been incredibly silent. I mean, whereas other actors and actresses on the show connected to the show, most importantly, the, the kids in this case, the characters that play the kids on Roseanne, they've spoken out. So I'm curious to hear what he has to say about it because he is so close to Roseanne and this is such a, you know, big deal. I do wonder if, you know, perhaps he's going to just take a beat and wait for the dust to settle. If he will ever speak about it. Um, Well, I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so too. I would, I would, I would like to, and actually I think that it is a good thing for us to hear from the people around sort of the eye of a hurricane um, to talk about what happened and how it felt. I think that helps people understand better consequences for actions. Um, and so I hope that someday he does talk a little bit more about it. But I just think he's acting really in a classy way right now. Mm-hmm. He's not, um, he's being thoughtful about how he engages about it. Mm-hmm. He's not telling tales out of school. He's answering kind of with, non-answers uh they did ask him about uh the fact that you know likely he will not be considered for an emmy now as a result of this and he basically just was like i am i wasn't gonna win an emmy anyway like i've been up there 11 times 12 times i've never won 
for this show. I wasn't going to win. It's not a big deal. You know, kind of moving on. Yeah, for sure. But in, uh, you know, in the same, at the same time, we are hearing these rumors of a potential reboot or a, not reboot, it's, a potential repurposing of some of those characters. I mean, it's so funny to me how quickly, you know, people, this, the trajectory of the story has um, sort of made its way across the universe. The, I mean, it was just two days ago yeah. that this all happened and already people are like, well, and uh, we're, we've got some talks for what could happen. And okay, it's really easy to get caught up in the minutia. So why don't you tell us what, we know about a possible reboot and then I'll have my thoughts. Okay. So uh, a source is telling different publications that Sarah Gilbert is working together with the cast and crew. By the way, they have a meeting that was already set up. Uh, I believe it's on Tuesday. In any case, they have a meeting coming up that was already set up because they were supposed to be coming back to set and getting started uh, putting the show together. So they've got a meeting set up for next week uh, and it's on the books. So they will be sitting together as a cast and crew. What's left of them. Um, but the rumor is that Sarah Gilbert is dealing with them and that there are conversations between the remaining um main actors being John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, and Sarah Gilbert, and executives at ABC about possibly having a spinoff with some of the characters